0: You're listening to the Really Useful Podcast. This is the tech podcast for technophobes from MakeUseOf.com. My name is Christian Corley and this week I will be guiding you through a selection of our greatest tips and tricks for cleaning your tech. With the help of Ian Buckley, James Frew and Ben Stegner, I will be recalling some previous conversations on the really useful podcast in which we discuss cleaning an LCD monitor, keeping a keyboard clean, as well as cleaning your earpods. And if that doesn't feel like a complete solution to keeping your tech clean, there's also some instructions on the usage and how to create your own All purpose cleaning putty slash slime. First off, here's Ben Stegner and myself, in which we discuss the creation and use of cleaning slime slash putty. Clever ways to use DIY cleaning slime or putty um, is the title of the article which I um, produced a few days ago. Listen, um, the idea behind this really was uh, my children are obsessed by slime. They watch an inordinate amount of, or they did until I put a stop to it. Uh, cause I didn't know they were doing it. I thought they were watching arts and crafts videos on YouTube uh, on the morning before school, but it turns out they're watching people mixing up slime and um, it's not ideal, really. It's um, you know, basically, you know, and this is the video, right? So it's top down. Imagine this is the surface here. Okay. Yeah. Pour out some slime onto the surface here. Camera's looking at it. And then you don't see any face. You just see some hands going in like that. And it's all, all gooey symmetrical, slime. gooey, kneading and stuff to make quite awful patterns um but it occurred to me that well you know you can make your own slime and you can don't have to be doing all that with it it is quite a useful material um substance because it can be used to clean up it has a tacky element to it because it's got glue in it pva glue um five ounces of white pva glue quarter cup of borax and one and a half cups of warm water it's important to use rubber gloves for this because borax is caustic uh when mixed with water so obviously you don't want to be getting um skin burns um now once this is created you get a kind of a sort of a, a blue tacky sort of a substance although there'll be a bit more of it you can then use it for picking up dust and dirt around a keyboard um other parts of your computer you can clean clean your computer mouse um, speaker jack or charging port on a fan because they can get blocked up with dust yeah. and dirt. Oh, um, yeah, standing dust from PCs and games consoles. Even the air vents on your car will get cleaned with a rollover of this stuff. Uh, it doesn't last forever. You know, you can buy cleaning gel. Um, it's quite useful. Um, it, it starts at quite a bright colour and you can tell when it's past its best because it's it has being tacky and it goes a kind of a dark sort of a colour. Oh, okay. But... It's it is just as easy to make it, so yeah, it's it's an option, and maybe get your children involved with making it. I don't know, um, but a little yeah. bit of science yeah. while you clean. Well, that's it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Have you used any um, packaged cleaning putty slime? I don't think it? I've
1: ever. I don't think I've ever done that. I like when I as soon as I saw the article, I knew what it was referring to um yeah. I, i've seen that sold or maybe saw someone use it when i worked in it or whatever but i've never used it myself but i could picture how it you know it picks up all the junk when you're running it over your keyboard or whatever
0: yeah i used to have some i don't know what happened to it i was uh I think it might be in my my office drawer which is basically a drawer uh in my kitchen um but no i don't i don't have that but uh yes yeah, so that's um ways you can use diy cleaning slime or putty to um clean up your computer. And you know, it's very important to keep um everything dust and dirt free, really. I've been, I was looking at my Xbox a few minutes ago. Um before we start recording, I noticed it's developed a layer of dust which needs sorting out um pretty imminently. Uh but uh, you know, that's
1: that's the way things go. Yeah, it's, it, it's amazing it's, how everything gets I mean, even it's easy to miss or just kinda of forget about it and then stuff just gets so nasty. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you've got a PC tower on the floor,
0: um, and you've got an animal in the house, the yeah. amount of hair that gets sucked up um,
1: is uh, quite remarkable. It's like it's like a barber's floor sometimes. <laughs> uh, when I when I when I bought my desk, it came with a little. Uh, platform to put your desktop on which i use to keep it off the floor which is nice it still gets a little bit dusty but i mean i cleaned it out a couple weeks ago and it wasn't i expected to be worse i mean there was a little bit of dust to blow out but it wasn't like caked with debris and everything so that's that's good
0: so as you'll appreciate some useful tips there and you can genuinely use that cleaning putty stuff on anything but it does have a finite shelf life and while you can Give it a bit of a wash. Uh, once it has become completely discoloured, it really is time to bin it. Next up, Ian Buckley and myself discuss cleaning keyboards. Specifically, we're kind of focusing more on laptop keyboards, but it is a general all-in-one look at how to keep any computer keyboard clean, dirt and dust-free, and basically lasting a lot longer than many of them tend to do these days. Uh laptop keyboards yes they, they are uh, a parent, i mean they are probably the weak point of every laptop i think it's fair to say i think
2: that is fair to say yeah um and and uh, not only as they kind of the the weak point not in terms of them stopping working but it can even just be uh, a single broken key on a laptop can render a very expensive laptop almost useless especially if it's the left shift key and you're someone that types on that you see what i mean um yeah yeah well i've had a few of these things happen to me recently Mm. um first of all there's the hp laptop my
0: big hp desktop replacement laptop yeah the keys seem to be slowly not working like they're they're dying in patches Mm. it's 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 quite worrying it's yeah it's it's um it's a slow it's a slow thing so i I clearly i think that the, the 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 keyboard component is defective, and mm. eventually it's going to need replacing. I've tried lots of things to 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 do this, and unfortunately, because there's different ways of replacing keyboards, mm. not only depending on the manufacturer, but also depending on the particular laptop line. Uh, this is going to require taking the laptop apart completely, yes, and then yep. replacing it with a an all-in-one keyboard component. Mm. Now, some laptops it's really easy; you can just unclip the keyboard buy a new keyboard clip the keyboard into the top of the laptop mm-hmm. uh, with this particular hp it's a lot more complicated than that um dell keyboards they can also you can buy a new keyboard for a dell laptop and that will require you won't un- clipping something at the back uh the underside of the laptop and replacing the keyboard that way again the problem i have because it's a top end laptop or a above mid-range at least um it's a bit more complicated to do yeah. it's annoying so you really dear listener dear viewer want to avoid um getting yourself in a situation like this which is basically uh to um to focus on keeping your laptop clean
1: nine yes. times
0: you know um i would say 90 percent of keyboard issues uh come from dirt mm. rather than anything else uh so it it dirt and dust can uh, clog up your keyboard uh if you eat anywhere near your laptop Mm -hmm. uh, you know stuff is going to end up flying off your food even you know this distance where we're looking about two feet between me and the camera Mm. on this laptop food if i bit into a sandwich now food is going to you know crumbs are going to fly into the keyboard uh so um there are things you can do to keep your keyboard clean and you know it might be a vacuum cleaner, it might be a standard brush, it might be turning your laptop upside down with it switched off and just tapping the back mm-hmm. and running your fingers over the keys while it's upside down to get some dust, loosen the dust up. Heading back to it with a vacuum cleaner, it might be a compressed can of air. It might That's what I was special, going to suggest, yeah. yeah. It might be one of those mm-hmm. special putty things. I think um, probably the best option is to uh, try all of these things mm-hmm. um, and do it probably weekly. To keep your laptop clean. Obviously, throwing a cup of coffee isn't going to be good for your laptop uh, keyboard, yeah. or indeed any other part of your your laptop. But uh, you know, basic maintenance on your laptop keyboard is going to keep it running a lot longer. This new computer that I'm using now is an Asus. i when I this is actually the second one of these that I got because the first mm. one, and this probably kind of demonstrates how important it is to, to to maintain your keyboard and to keep a close eye on the keyboard, is the first one I got, uh, one of the arrow keys uh, flew off the moment I touched it.
2: Oh. Yeah. Well, the, uh, so the, the the cap itself was, was it cracked underneath, or was it the um, actual switch that was? Uh... I'm not sure if it was, the, the, like, the spring components underneath mm. weren't in
0: properly or whatever, but basically, I, I pressed. I was playing uh, Civilization, and I mm. wanted to move a piece. And uh, I'd forgotten because I was playing Civ 6, and I don't think you can actually use arrow keys to move a piece. You have to use mm. the mouse and right-click. And um, by pressing an arrow, and uh, ping, up it <laughs> flew. So yeah, uh, and you know that was brand new. That was the first thing I'd done with it. I'd got set Windows up, installed Civ and
2: you know that's what that sounds about right yeah <laughs> windows save and then yeah they work yeah. afterwards <laughs> yeah, yeah uh so yeah i mean there's there are other reasons
0: why a laptop keyboard will stop working beyond dirt and dust it might have a bad internal connection uh, mm-hmm. between the keyboard itself and the motherboard of the laptop uh it might be a bad hardware driver that is something that you can sort out by um um using windows to install a new driver it might just be poor manufacturing as well uh in which case you should probably get the laptop back to the supplier as quickly as possible uh yes. have you had any problem with laptop keyboards because obviously there's a very simple fix for laptop keyboard not working and that is to attach a usb keyboard
2: yeah i mean uh, that is uh that's definitely a kind of the, the middleman solution in any situation if your uh, keyboard is knackered and you need it to work now um it, I'm, I'm sure it's something that anyone who listens to the show would already know but on the very off chance that you don't any usb keyboard will work with your laptop and it'll um, uh, and or even if it's a, a different layout keyboard. So, for example, um, I have a, a laptop that I bought here in Germany, which has a German key layout, but I have it set up so that I can plug my English key layout keyboard into it, and it works natively and quickly. Yeah. Um, but I, I would, uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I've had various problems over the years. Um, the one computer I probably had the most problem with is a computer that I used to use for um, working. I, I, when I say working, it was you know music production and video, so it was on site a lot um, in various places. Um, and for me, uh, yeah, a Hoover and compressed air is an absolute, uh, godsend. Um, and, uh, and because of the situations that I was in with it, um, a big problem for me was liquid damage. Um, I, I had to not only replace the keyboard, but I had to replace a whole laptop at one point just because someone spilled a pint over it, oh. um, which was not ideal, but, um, but being the good uh, musician I was, I had backed up my uh, stuff a little while before, luckily. Um, it's a, an interesting point that again we probably don't have time to go into, but I feel like we are approaching a slightly different epoch in terms of electronics, especially consumer electronics, because we're we're coming to a point now where almost every smartphone has an IP rating, so you can use them in the rain if you accidentally drop them and they get slightly damp and that's not going to break them. And people are getting used to the idea of things having a bit more waterproofness, being more waterproof. Sorry. <laughs> Um, and uh, just in case, uh, I'm sure, once again, uh, listeners and watchers know this already, but that does not apply to anything to do with computers. Mm. Um, if you are going to, if you're working and you've got a cup of coffee next to your computer, everybody does it. It's fine. But um, it's, yeah, uh, it's still only going to take one or two drops of any liquids to stop your keyboard and perhaps your entire laptop working. So, totally. Um Yeah, uh, when we talk about things getting in between the keys, we're just talking about dust uh, and stuff like that. If you get any liquid in, you want to, as soon as you can, turn that off, let it dry and hope.
0: Great. Mm -hmm. And make sure it is dry before
2: you switch it back on.
0: Yeah. And we'll take a moment from our usual podcast proceedings to just remind you that the Really Useful Podcast can be found pretty much anywhere you find Podcasts. So we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Spotify, we're on Google Podcasts, we're hosted at transistor.fm, so you can find us there as well. We're also on YouTube and, of course, on makeuseof.com. Now, however, you subscribe to the really useful podcast and listen to us, it would be amazing if you could take a moment to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That will help us to find new listeners and take our podcast to ever greater heights. You'll find the link to our Apple podcast page in the show notes. Thanks a lot. One particular piece of tech that is prone to becoming particularly dirty is the EarPod. Uh, There's a wireless in-ear earphone that makes listening to music and podcasts and even movies uh, and playing games just so great. James Foo joins me now in order to discuss the ways in which we can keep our earpods clean of that very particular substance that is prone to make them dirty and eventually impact the sound quality. Let us move on to AirPods. Do you know I I I get this? I I'm basically at a stage where apart from these beauties up here, which obviously don't go into my ear, uh, when it comes to in ear listening i'm at a stage where i basically just discard them every 12 months and buy a new set Mm -hmm. uh because airpods and similar in-ear uh earphones do get dirty yeah um which i which is quite um kind of why um brent dirk's article on cleaning your airpods is kind of welcome uh because it's, it's important to know that they're not water-resistant. Virtually no earphone is water-resistant because there's a small, well, there's little bits of electronics in there, and it's not all, uh, well, none of it's waterproof, basically. Uh, Now, he um, suggests using some microfiber cloths, and that's, you know, that bit makes sense, and some electronic safe cleaning uh, uh, formula is also a good idea. But the big problem with these things is the earwax and i hope you know you know listening to this munching on your breakfast bagel or anything because um, you know earwax is a problem and if you are listening to this much on your breakfast bagel perhaps you're listening to this on a headset and you've you know you've, it's just hit home what is happening in <laughs> your ears as you chew because earwax is loosened as you as your jaw moves um and sticking things in your ears is an unnatural way of getting earwax out that's not the way you're supposed to do it um now it can be cleaned obviously but i mean this is it, it is quite gruesome and this is why i basically change my earphones um every 12 months or so even like replacing you know you, know, you can take off the little rubber sheath and like bang it on the table and stuff and scrape get the bits out but i they aren't nice really are they
3: no there's something a bit unpleasant about the whole thing yeah yeah and because you can't wash them you are kind of having to manually clean it and earwax is one of those things where it can be a bit sticky or it can harden on the device so it's a bit hard and tricky to to properly clean Yeah.
0: yeah 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 there's um i mean cleaning the case is also important and there is a useful tool that uh, brent highlights called the full circle control alt clean set which is worth looking at now, i think if you are if you're an ear pod user or you use in-ear headphones then taking a look at this article and going through the various steps to make sure that your earphones um are clean and hygienic uh because as james says it does get a bit um it's, it's pretty disgusting it, it does get a bit <laughs> buggy and also um you know that's this it's not hygienic and you don't want to be sticking things that aren't clean in your ears do you no absolutely no, not. not no no i'm not a doctor but i've heard that that kind of activity is not safe exactly yeah anything you want to add to that
3: um no i agree um some some headphones that i've bought in the, you know in-ear headphones i've bought in the past um come with this little scraping tool so it's kind of a little metal ring that you can run around the inside. Obviously, it's not going to work for AirPods Um, sorry, what are they called AirPods? Um, it's more for the the ones which have the little rubber bungs that you can stick directly yeah. inside your ear. Now, if you're looking at this thinking this all sounds kind of grim, I'd rather not put things in my ear. Um, you can either go for over-ear headphones like uh, both Christian and I are wearing to record this, or um, something which I did see at EFO is the Jabra Elite no sorry jabra 65t and the 75t which will be out later this year they don't they sit flush to your ear rather than inside so right. they'll get a little bit of grime on it but it's not like you're sticking it into the ear canal and picking up all the wax right. so they try and just sort of sit flat so you're not getting some of that more uh
0: do gruesome have, stuff do they have some kind of special way of not falling out then
3: yeah i tried them on actually they the whole thing has been really well designed. They've got a little curve just at the top that sits it in the. Um, oh, I didn't think I'd be talking about ear biology today. Uh, you know, the little, the little bit where you can sit. Uh, old headphones used to have grips that you could sit inside the sort of the the circle of your ear. You right. Know, just above your eardrum, you've got that little groove. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay.
3: Yeah, they've got a groove on the device which sort of sit uh, ah, into that. Right. Okay. So most. Uh, true wireless headphones just try and push into your ears, whereas these try and hook on uh, so they don't have to go in instead.
0: Right, okay. I like, I think I like the sound of that. Yeah, that, that sounds cleaner at least. Yes. Um, We're going to uh, finish off this week's really useful podcast with a chat with myself and Ben Stegner again, in which we look at the ways in which uh, LCD displays can be cleaned. This covers computers, it covers uh, tablets, mobile phones and even TVs uh, listen out for a little conversation or the back end of a conversation at the beginning in which we uh, opine about the slightly silly ways in which particular technologies are named yeah absolutely I think we can probably agree now and we won't be alone in this that gibibyte and mebabyte are possibly two of the most ridiculous words ever coined
1: yeah, and no one because you know gigabyte is capital G B and gibibyte is capital G lowercase i uppercase b, but you don't see that very often. Yeah. So, and, and if people saw that, they would think it was a typo or something because most people are familiar with you know 128 gigabyte phone or whatever, but they're not going to know what a gibibyte is. So. Well, I've, I mean, I, I mean, you know, someone new to
0: this might think that a gibibyte is measured in BGs. <laughs> Thank you uh let's move on to some uh <clears throat> easier households and uh, basically maintenance tips for uh your equipment cleaning a computer screen safely and easily is remarkably simple and and yet so pe- so many people do it wrong uh so let's go through this. You don't use a baby wipe okay Cause they just plaster your screen with 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 weird slightly soapy water and then it doesn't drain away nicely and then you have to wipe it down and then you just waste a lot of time um the best thing to do is use a specifically designed cleaning solution and a microfiber cloth if you don't have a suitable cleaning solution then you can use white vinegar and distilled distilled distilled, distilled water And uh, that and then you need um, your cloth. It has to be something that's soft, so um, an old cotton T-shirt if you can't get microfiber cloth. Very simple. You spray the cloth. You don't spray the screen. There are various reasons for this. Um, if it dries quickly, it can stain the screen, so you've got to then clean it again. And you sh- you also need to be concerned about um, the liquid running along down the screen into the bezel. Um, right. The same goes for TVs as well. Um, so you you spray the cloth and then you wipe the screen. And how you do this, there's so many different options for this. You can do it in straight lines. Some people say that's better. Some people say small circles is better. I agree with the small circle method of doing this. And basically you keep going until it's clean, uh, from top left corner to bottom right corner. You may need several sprays, uh, but by the end of it you should have a relatively clean screen. And it will surprise you how clean your screen actually is when it's clean
1: yeah i think every screen especially on a laptop i feel like just over time just gets so nasty fingerprints yeah. from a touch screen just dust from it's it almost drives me crazy sometimes when I, like and you don't notice it sometimes unless there's it's in direct sunlight because when yeah. it's dark it's not bad when it's light it's like oh my goodness that looks absolutely. horrible <laughs> yeah absolutely
0: absolutely now if you um th- th- these same tips work on a tablet um and a, uh, and a phone and TV, laptop as noted, uh, and a standard computer LCD display. If you, for some reason, you're a bit of a retro guy or girl and love your CRTs, uh, you don't need to worry too much about doing it that way. You can just use glass cleaner. But again, spray the, um, the cloth rather than the display and use an anti-static cloth as well. So, uh, so that's that. Um, keeping the screens clean is turning into one of those. You know, no one, no one foresaw the the challenge of keeping screens clean, did they, in 1990 when the Douglas Adams was predicting the World Wide Web? There's no, no, no one thought, oh, we'll have to keep all this clean. Here we are and most people don't so well yeah i, I try it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: i think um, and okay. you can get if you don't have this stuff i mean you can get a, a hundred pack of those cloths on amazon for next to nothing so a, a small investment will help keep your gadgets uh nice and pristine. Uh, yeah yeah
0: in a pinch you can use glass um the uh, lens cleaning as well um if you if absolutely does with um they work particularly well on a on a on a phone but don't use anything don't use anything abrasive Um, as a a, a cloth, just use something soft and lint free preferable, nice cotton though Okay, So a big thanks to Ben Stegner to James Frew and to Ian Buckley for their contributions to this week's really useful podcast This is a kind of a, a best of cleaning tips show and we will be back with our fresh new really useful podcast next time